Hello everyone, and welcome back. Uh, it's been a minute, but welcome back to the Constellation Cup podcast. Uh, today with me, I got uh, my two guests from last time. No read this time, but I got Andrew. Hello. And I got Tony. I'm eating jelly beans. He is eating jelly beans. Um, I uh, I got a key, a few. Uh, I got some feedback that uh, voices were a little bit hard uh, hard to. Um, distinguished before so we're gonna do a little bit we're trying to gonna try to do a little bit better at that this time but i should um, take a bunch of helium and just talk in a high-pitched voice the whole time that could work um, <laughs> and i'll talk in a very deep patrick warburton kind of voice hey, Peter! that was pretty shit all right uh moving on uh we uh this episode has one purpose we are going to recap the pre-merge and uh get you guys all set up for the merge uh merge has started the merge vote is currently ongoing we're in the middle of it it's looking like a fun one but uh y'all need some context in case you haven't been keeping up or uh, if you haven't it's all right it's our job to uh catch you up and that's the plan so we're gonna be taking it vote by vote uh we actually uh the last time we did the podcast it was the first vote and we thought bobby was going home and uh that didn't happen so uh, didn't age well that was yeah. uh that was the start and uh we've had a lot since then uh schedules have been a little rough but uh we're uh we're gonna have this episode and then hopefully another episode out in, in the next couple of days um and just get back on a schedule um but let's get right into it starting with uh we talked about the intro dynamics uh of the first tribe and those mostly did stay true uh but we're going to talk a little bit more um about those uh pre-merge dynamics are in a bit because uh those pre-swap dynamics have are having seeming to have a huge impact on this uh merge vote uh but starting off with the first time of many that centaurus went to tribal and amy was voted out five to one at that first tribal council and uh like we were saying before uh, we thought bobby was going to be the clear vote uh, and in about the last hour or two of tribal, uh, he was able to uh, flip it on Amy before she even realized and uh, and save himself. And Amy goes out in a five to one. Um, Classic org C, am I right, boys? It was it was a Bobby the Turtle <laughs> moment, if I do say so myself. And uh, yeah, and we did talk. Kind of spearheaded by the uh, the Kemp's leaking lie that was spreading around from Amy, I believe, right? Yes, that I believe Kemp's had so. told her mm -hmm. uh, to go for Bobby or something. Yep, and uh, and that made it way. It made its way. They tried to include Kemp's, made its way back to Bobby, and Bobby uh, went for the throat, uh, yep. and it worked. Uh, he appealed to Typo. That was that was one of the the major uh, storylines in this tribe was that Typo was playing the middle like perfectly. Um, yeah, and. Typo had all the connections in the palm of his hand. He would he made the decisions, and uh, I think Bobby really appealed to Typo, and uh, Typo saw a potential future ally in Bobby uh, and decided to kind of shift it to Amy, uh, who, for as social as she was, just wasn't keeping up as much and just kind of got caught at the wrong time and fucked for it. Um, Yikes don't really have to go into this tribal a ton we did talk about again we talked about a lot of these dynamics uh that led into that tribal before on that other podcast um but uh after that it's uh uncharted territory uh which following that we had another challenge 
where the Centaurus tribe narrowly lost to Orion yet again. And <laughs> uh, one of the fun best parts, uh, one of the highlights of Free Swap was drunk Kemp's during this challenge. Uh, going on a rampage. Uh, first, he uh, he was drunk in tribe chat. Then he attempted to make a video confessional, uh, but either had his mic off or it was too far away from his face to pick up any audio. So it's just him sitting in his chair uh, talking inaudible words for about five minutes, and then he ends it. And you can tell he's drunk, but you can't tell what he's saying. Uh, it was one of, my, one of the best moments. Uh, but then he started having a conversation with Gengar. And uh, let me see if I can get it up. But uh, was just straight up telling Gengar, yep, you're next. Uh, you're dead. Goodbye. Uh, Gengar was freaking out in his conf- in his confessional, like, what the fuck do I do? Um, <laughs> uh, Gengar goes, I did a ton of running, though, so I feel dead. You are going to be if we lose this challenge, Caps <laughs> just says. And then they both posted in their confessional. And that ended up being the uptitle too, right? It did end up being uh, the episode title uh, because in a cruel twist of fate, uh, it turns out Kemp's actually had no power whatsoever (laughs) because uh, Yuli and Gengar were closer to Typo than Kemp's and Bobby were. And uh, Typo being in the middle again, just uh, he he had two pairs on either side and he could just pick which one he could go further with and he liked uh yoli and gengar a lot more he was in the alliance with them um that was the first alliance that was made with amy uh gengar yoli and typo they booted amy instantly but after that it seemed like they were all willing to uh stick together after that and uh that has been a major storyline coming into merge is that that trio is very much still together they're uh they're still kicking um But it was an interesting tribal. Kemp's also uh, had some uh, personal situation stuff going on. So he did, at the end of it, uh, ask to be voted out. Uh, or, like, just kind of... Um, Mercy accepted. Accepted, accepted getting voted out, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it, it gave us our, our fair share of content um, in the meantime. Uh, <laughs> following that... I don't, I don't believe there was anything else major that happened. Uh, besides, on the other two tribes, it, it seemed like Jersey and uh, and JPEGs were still struggling at the uh, at the bottom of that tribe, um, struggling to connect on Orion, uh, as well as uh, Karina. The Red Tribe was still the most cracked tribe in existence, with uh, okay. insane dynamics that still haven't really been resolved. Um, I mean, some of them have, but, uh, but our, by far our biggest storyline was uh, Indigo and Eric, and it, it continued to go. But both of them were very clearly two of the power players on that tribe, uh, but uh, were against each other uh, and did not like each other. But they had never, they didn't have any chance to go against each other um, due to them winning every challenge. Uh <laughs> But that transitioned us into the um, the double tribal, where uh, two tribes of the three were going to tribal. Um, they played a uh, it was a hero challenge where only one person's uh, score really mattered. Uh, the others played for a way to boost their uh, immunity, um, and 
one of the biggest the only real main storyline from Karina was that indigo uh put herself forward as the hero and ended up uh backpacking her tribe to immunity uh are increasing her already large threat level uh with socially and <laughs> challenge uh wise but that would uh that would end up sending orion and uh centaurus to travel funny enough centaurus actually got second uh, which would have normally kept them safe, but in a double tribal, it meant they go back to their third tribal in a row. Um, Woo, let's go Centaur! <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so first up, we had the Orion tribal, which uh, it was pretty straightforward, but it basically came down to the foreign power, the four mainly social people of uh, Ella, Guy, Jason and uh, Space Thug, who all were agreeing that none of them are going to go, but it should probably be between JPEG and Jersey. Uh, there was a little debate before it eventually fell on Jersey, and uh, due to a couple people, mainly Ella uh, and uh, Jason, really enjoying their at least short conversations with JPEG, um, more so than they had with Ella, or uh, sorry, more so than they had with Jersey. Um, I know Jersey was very busy uh, and outside of uh, this org, so definitely led a yeah. little bit to uh, the inactivity here. But it was sad to see yeah. her go. It also uh, probably helped that uh, JPEG had just stepped up as a hero for their tribe as well. That was the Even other thing. Even if he did yes. lose, yeah. Um, JPEG also one of the funny parts was JPEG submitted one score, uh, and it was half as much as the other two heroes. Um, and everyone got mad at him at first uh, before he said, oh, yeah, no, I grinded for hours and hours on that. A uh, <laughs> little bit of a lie, but it got him It got him through another round. <laughs> um, and, I mean, he's been out of his home country for most of yeah, the season. So. That's the other thing. He, he has been out of his home country uh, and traveling, which is yeah. another reason he was busy and a little more inactive. Um, but he also did send a, um, a little stray vote guy's way. Uh, making it a four-one-one final result. Yeah. And uh, finally, our last pre-swap vote. Um, I know Tony has some some things to say about this one. Uh, well, he has I, some about I don't know. Bobby. I I I did say in the last podcast that you can never fully count Bobby out, like. <laughs> No matter what happens, you just can't. It's impossible to do it because he'll find a way to do everything. And he did that first vote. And the second vote, he almost did it again. He did. Like, uh, he almost did it. it. It's crazy. So one of the – another funny part was Bobby actually predicted the double tribal. Immediately after they voted Kemp's out, uh, he said, uh, watch, this one's going to be a double tribal. And uh, lo and behold, it was uh, – and I think Bobby kind of knew the situation he was in going into it, where uh, he had just seen the three of Typo, Yoli, and uh, Gengar just mollywop camps out of the game. No chance. Um, kind of knew that it was either immunity or bust, but didn't wasn't able to win immunity and kind of had to go into scramble mode. And... Uh, very angry at gengar he tried to push him because gengar had been ghosting him pretty much all of the tribe ever since uh basically once gengar knew that 
uh, him, Yoli, and Typo hold all the power. He wasn't really talking to Bobby. Uh, and that pissed Bobby off a lot. So, which led Bobby to just hard targeting Gengar, um, which I think was the final nail in the coffin for Bobby, where I think it definitely was possible for him to weasel him away, his way out of the situation. Um, although I don't know if Gengar was the right move. I think something we saw Gengar talking about a lot uh, right before uh, or during that vote was how Typo was kind of weirding him out and and seemed like very shady and was unsure if he, if Typo was someone he wanted to go uh, further with. Uh, leads me to believe maybe if uh, Bobby ends up pushing Typo that uh, he might be able to flip Gengar with enough... Uh, enough of a good pitch although the other thing is he really had no reason to think that in his position due to gengar just ghosting him he didn't really have a reason to believe that gengar would work with him um yeah led to an unfortunate although <laughs> his pitch was i mean i uh typo posted his pitch in his confessional a screenshot of what bobby said and fuck it was convincing me i was thinking wow, <laughs> fuck i'd do this yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the best the best thing for Bobby there was just to argue, like, if you go back on a three-person tribe, Yali and Gengar are together, so you might want me. Yeah, yeah, he was also offering, basically, that, like, I'll pretty much go for you, and if you don't, and if I, like, turn on you at all, you just don't vote me at FTC and bring up this and get everyone to not vote me. Um, and he was ready to try and give his way, give his game away to get off that swap tribe, which I really do respect. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, those those last dis, last ditch effort pitches don't really yeah. work all the time. I mean, they out really of do. all the all the pre-mergers, I definitely think he fought the hardest to try and make it to the merge. He definitely, um, yeah. Here's my thing about uh, Typo, is that. I think he I think he was super super smart to not go with Bobby. And the reason with Typo, Typo played in my, in my opinion just a masterful pre-merge game. Absolutely. Absolutely like perfect. He was and every if single he, person's number 2 on Super Yeah, Mars. and if he had got, like if he had flipped there and decided to go with Bobby, he almost destroys all of that. Mhm. Yeah. And, you know, a, a lesser player, I think, goes with Bobby in that case. Hypo's just really good at the game. I agree. I think it was I think it was a really good pitch by Bobby, but I also think it was just Typo had himself in such a good position that there really was no reason to save Bobby. As sad as it was, as much as I think most of us really wanted Bobby to live, I, I honestly didn't want anyone on that tribe to die. I was really sad when they went to tribe. Yeah, I was too. I wanted to see every one of them make swap um, because I felt like we had a lot of compelling characters there. Um, but we had to lose one, and we do lose Bobby. Um, but one also interesting thing I wanted to touch on with uh, Typo's eventual decision of cutting Bobby was um, it, it essentially boiled down to the fact that he saw – uh, Bobby as more of a strategic player that when the time came he would cut Typo for his better game um, whereas he saw Gengar as a more emotional player where it would be harder if if that connection was really real uh, was uh, as tight as Typo thought was thinking um, as, tight, as strong as Typo believed it was that Gengar would have a lot harder time cutting uh, him than Bobby would which eventually and led to his decision. 
honestly, that's something amazing about this cast is how well they read each other. Because yeah. I do think that is pretty accurate from my experiences with both Bobby and Gengar. But uh, yeah, he I think he was overestimating the connection he has with Gengar. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think he he might have saw um, him and Gen him as Gengar's number one, uh, when in reality Yoli and Gengar were uh, number ones. But I think that has been become more clear with time, and that was more of just a um, we've also, been I... to three tribals in a row, and you're allowed to have some bad reads. <laughs> I I totally realized. I just said he uh, they them. Sorry, they them. My bad. Oh yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, I want to mess that up. Mm -hmm. Uh. Well, anyways, after that, after that unfortunate Bobby boot, uh, we moved into the swap, and we swapped into uh, two tribes of seven, uh, the Ursa Major tribe, uh, consisting of, um, give me one moment to pull them all up. Uh, <laughs> so it was the Ursa Major tribe consisted of Connor from the Red Tribe, Karina, uh, Ella from Blue Tribe, Guy also from the Blue Tribe, and Jay JPEG also from the Blue Tribe. We had Typo sitting alone as the only person from Centaurus to be swapped onto this tribe, and then rounded it out with uh, Yonigan and Zack uh, from the Red Tribe. So it, it came down to a 3-3-1 split uh, between three Orion, uh, three Karina, and one Centaurus. And you'd never guess who's in the middle. And, yep. <laughs> Typo's middle game continues, and he gets set up with the perfect swap to continue playing the middle. Uh, yeah, they're, they're going crazy. Like, that uh -huh. whole yeah um so uh on canis uh the other tribe was uh canis major uh named after another uh major constellation uh we are the constellation cup really yeah Never know, it's crazy <laughs> uh this tribe uh had another had three other uh red tribe people with uh baby eric indigo and uh juiced which uh this was gonna be my favorite dynamic tribe uh, we had uh, Gengar and Yoli sticking together, uh, and then we had uh, Jason and Space Thug sticking together, um, which was I also thought was uh, really interesting dynamics as well because you have um, Eric and Indigo who had been feuding a little bit. They hadn't been publicly feuding, and, and neither had said they were against each other, but it was more of like a uh, smile and plan to backstab the other. Um, <laughs> smile and wave, boys. Smile, smile and wave. wave. Smile and wave. <laughs> and we have... Uh, probably the two most um, the two most dynamic duos, I guess, of the pre-merge with Jason and yeah. Space Thug and uh, Yoli and Gengar. I think those were the two most apparent duos and the ones we saw the most uh, of, like them talking about each other constantly. Yeah, I mean, um, I think last last time we mainly talked about those two duos and Connor and Indigo. So. Exactly, yeah, and uh, Connor and Indigo do get split up, but. Uh, Otherwise, we got a lot of really good dynamics going into the swap. Unfortunately, um, a couple days, or about a day and a half, I believe it was two days after the swap, uh, Baby Eric unfortunately had to medevac, uh, leave the game. He had some uh, personal matters that we won't be getting into, uh, but uh, he, he had to leave the game, and uh, we wish him the best. Um, but the challenge continued. We gave them an extra day for the challenge, and... Uh, it ended up being uh, JPEG, who, uh, or sorry, uh, uh, Ursa Major who lost, and JPEG who went home uh, in a unanimous vote. Unceremoniously, and... sadly. Sorry? I said unceremoniously, sorry. Unceremoniously. Uh, sadly. Um, yeah, JPEG 
tried to stay with his Orions, but the Orion tribe kind of, they were a little bit hesitant about it at first in Ella and uh, Ella Guy, but they eventually just decided that it wasn't really worth it to put up a fight for JPEG. He was the next boot on Orion. Um, I'm not sure if this was the best move for them. Um, well, seeing... obviously not for Guy. <laughs> Obviously not for Guy. I'm more thinking Ella. Um, Ella connected herself very well. Um, kind of putting herself in a in a pretty strong position. She wasn't super close with um, a couple of the Karinas, but had the connections with... Um, she connected with Typo very well and, uh, and Connor pretty well. Enough to keep herself safe. Um, but... I think she was believing that after this JPEG boot that uh, Zach, who unfortunately had COVID and wasn't really around, I think she was thinking that, okay, he'll just be the easy next boot um, if we do have to go to Tribal again. Uh, it put a, it put them in 12. I think everyone is expecting just one more, uh, one more Tribal and then we'll go to Merge, which of course is what happened. But um, it seemed like a very uh, just yeah this is fine he was next anyway um and maybe they maybe she wishes she would have kept him around but she made the merge and she's in a fine position now so maybe not uh but <laughs> our good friend guy uh might regret that decision a little more because uh at the following tribal council uh or at the following challenge ursa major lost again uh in code names uh they kind of got slammed um yeah. and uh our good friend guy missed jury by one vote yet again after uh <laughs> there's a little little joke within the community of uh guy missing jury by one vote um and uh and he was talking a little bit about it uh he was i was screwing around with him uh when we got to 12 and he was like please don't merge please don't merge um, <laughs> please don't leave me off of jury uh, they didn't merge, but they do end up going to another tribal council, and Guy got voted out 5-1. And this was kind of like the final piece of setup um, for these merge dynamics, where um, yeah. Typo is yet again playing the middle in this vote. Because, um, of course. The Karinas are, like normal, sticking together, and Jan, uh, Ella, and Guy both thought this will be an easy vote on to Zach um he hasn't been around no one really uh talks to him but uh he was apparently Jan's number one uh number one ally so Jan decided to just almost throw his game to protect Zach uh and pretty much argued with everyone to protect Zach and eventually got uh, a clean majority of everyone except for Ella and Guy onto Zach um or sorry onto Guy and uh then proceeded to argue with ella for three hours that uh it should be guy to go instead of zach and that um and all of this and ella was kind of forced to flip onto guy uh, guy had no clue uh he thought it was just an easy zach vote <laughs> and uh and he went on his merry way that he <laughs> did <laughs> well i i was in a call with guy as he was being voted off um and he was kind of flabbergasted <laughs> when the second guy vote popped up he was like oh i'm gone <laughs> like he knew 
the second that second vote for him popped up. Oh um, Guy. Yeah, he was 100% yeah. thinking Zach was gone. And uh, just... The last out. message... Uh, like the, I, I said this before, but the last message in his confessional will go down as just one of the most iconic moments of the season, apparently, in, in my opinion. Guy just saying, Zach apparently pushing my name out. I don't think it will stick. I will do my best so it doesn't. And that's the last thing in his entire <laughs> it like, confessional. It was like five it was hours brilliant. before Tribal, too. Yeah, <laughs> it is brilliant. No more updates. And Guy <laughs> updates a lot. So if Guy updates his confessional a lot usually. So if he's not updating, there's he doesn't think there's anything happening. Yeah, exactly. Uh, unfortunately, there was stuff happening. Uh, but that did leave ella in a position where she was very angry at the karinas uh she was very hell-bent on zach being the first boot uh or the merge boot um and just like making sure the karinas don't take control she was very much seeing into the the plan of a lot of these karinas just really want to stick together fun fact uh there hasn't been a single karina voted out in the pre-merge uh the only uh only Zach has a vote to his name. Every other one has zero votes. Well, to be fair, only two people like have a vote to his name in votes, Zach yeah. and Gengar. Um, Gengar has two. Gengar has two, yep. And, uh, but it, it's very clear to a lot of people that these Karinas do want to stick together or do at least seem like they want to stick together. And uh, unless you guys have anything more to say about the pre-merge, uh, I think we can... um, I believe Guy said that was his first pre-merge. If that's <laughs> oh wow relevant, I I think he said that last first night. I think ever. he mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. It is really? Because I mean, yeah. He's a player, yeah. <laughs> he is a very wow. good player. So I know. I just I, I get that. I just didn't expect that that was his first pre-merge. But I mean, most of the players here are very very solid. So yes, yep. if this you know. If, if it was going to happen, this is the cast to have it happen in. Yeah. Like, yes, this boot order is cursed, but any kind of boot order would be cursed <laughs> yeah, in this situation. Exactly, like, exactly yeah. Like, um, you see Kemp's in 17th place, and you're like, wait, that, sh that shouldn't be right, right? Amy that's and the guy 18th. That just Amy won. and 18th, yeah. you know. That's, that's the guy that just won the championship. <laughs> the, the fact exactly. that he's 17th. Yeah. Yeah, the guy okay, JPEG in just... 13th. Okay, that actually, no, JPEG in 13th makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, JPEG was kind of expected like, to go a little if earlier. You, if you ever saw a pre-swap boot, the first four boots of the season being Amy, Kemp's, Jersey, and Bobby, I I, I, I never would have imagined I, I would The only person I could years. potentially have seen that would be Jersey. I yeah. don't even know. I mean, like, I Jersey, well, I, I, Jersey is very good. Jersey, yes, Jersey's but Jersey has some sometimes sometimes has activity things like the, the one time jersey played diviver jersey was like second boot oh okay so yeah. i you know i'm not that's fair. You, like in my experience i usually jersey, seen jersey but... as like a very strong social player and like the alliance leader type but uh, oh i know they are just never I'm just saying, i think i'm just jersey saying just of never... like the four the only person i would pick to be in that first four like if i had if i if i saw that first four yeah and it said one of these people will be pre-merge mm -hmm. or pre pre uh pre-swap I would have said jersey yeah 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 if i i mean if i saw that boot list those four in any other org i would just assume people are threat purging but here no that's it should... yes exactly and i would assume they're mm -hmm. threat purging from f18 <laughs> uh yeah. but that does lead us into the merge uh we have our merge tribe pluto tribe um and the merge can is uh we merged at 11 and consists of uh connor 
Ella, Gengar, Indigo, Jason, Juice, Space Thug, Typo, Yoli, Yonigan, and Zack. Um, we have a 5-3-3 split with five Karina um, and uh, three of Centaurus and Orion. Um, and I believe it is a 6-5 to five split between Ursa Major and Canis Major, the Swamp Tribes. Um, overall, very interesting. On like a pure numbers standpoint, it's fun. Uh, but also, the dynamics are very fun, especially with uh, Zack, who was a lot of the uh, the people on the outside of Karina, a lot of them did want to go for Zack. Uh, but Zack ends up winning the first immunity challenge, and uh, now they can't. And it kind of has caused everyone to uh, freak out and play a lot more out there than they thought they would have to. Um Especially Ella. Ella was having a nervous breakdown uh, when Zach won the immunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, mm -hmm. it seems as though Indigo is very well positioned based off of trust rankings. Yes. Although but, uh, Indigo also, also has a lot think, of eyes on her. Yeah, I was going to say, I also think she's perceived as a huge threat. And even the people that she's closer with are not planning to take her to the end. Yeah. Um... I, I mean, we've talked about Typo a lot, but, like, I, I can't stop talking about Typo because he's <laughs> still playing they're, really well. He is playing really well right now. They are playing amazing. They are and, playing really well. Yes, yeah, and just know, ridiculous. And I, I love it. Yeah, they're, they're playing, like, a great middle game. They have connections pretty much everywhere. Um, Indigo of... and Juice don't trust them a lot, but pretty much every other person has their in their has them in their top half of allies. Yeah. Um and uh they have multiple people's like top three, which uh I think it just puts them in a position to really be able to do a lot without pissing off a lot of people. They're they're really sitting in um we talked about this in that first podcast episode, but <laughs> I'm of the belief that um, being in someone's like three to five or, or two to four um, as they're in like their allies top two to four is better than being there like one or two um, just because you, you're, you can work with them. You have the option to work with them. But if you do blindside them, they might not be the, as pissed at you as they would be if you were their number one. Exactly. Um, and um, another thing that I think is pretty interesting about Typo is we were just talking about like Gengar and Typo's trust of each other on the first tribe, mm -hmm. and now they're both decently far down on each other's lists. I think that's a bit to do with uh, them being separated at the yeah. swap. Um, but we Gengar do have to remember these trust rankings are from eight. like the first couple days of swap. Um, yeah. But yeah, they are each other. I think they're six and eight on each other's. Yeah. Um, we'll see if that changes, but uh, for now. Um, I predicting this vote is very hard. Uh, yeah. The Karinas seem to want to stick together. Um, Jan is a really is making himself a big threat and and might get targeted for it. Honestly, there have been a couple people to throw out his name. Um, yeah. And then even the Karinas seem like a bit fractured in the sense that they all really want to work together and and they would on paper seem to be. Like, if I were to predict that the start emerge, I would have thought the Karinas are always going to vote together. But a lot of them are thinking about branching away, and I think that's a lot to do with 
the fact that Zack won immunity and he was their easy boot to take off the threat level, and the fact that of that threat level that there are five of them, that none of them have been voted out. Um, yeah. That's scary, especially when you're going into the next vote being F10. Um, to only 10 votes available. Um, they can tie it and uh, and like threaten rocks. And I think a lot, I think that's on a lot of the non Karina's mind is we don't want to go into that F10 or forward with this many Karina's uh, on the board. Yeah. And yeah, it, and like they obviously don't know the dynamics within the five, so they're just going to kind of be wary of it. I don't even think the people within the five know the dynamics of within the five. <laughs> uh, no, that's fair. They, they're all <laughs> um, over the place. I don't even know if I know the dynamics within the five because they're kind of crazy. Um, but the main one I think is going to be kind of the downfall of Karina is I think Jan will be the downfall of yeah. Karina because Jan trusts Zach a lot. Zach is currently his number one, while Zach has been talking his, in his confessional, kind of planning out how he's going to kill Jan. Because he doesn't <laughs> want to be stuck in Jan's pocket, and he knows he is right now. Um, yeah. it'll... Something I find kind of interesting is, um, we were talking about that Alliance Builder archetype that Jersey was, and I, I almost feel like Jan has kind of taken that spot, despite the fact Definitely. that previously I had not seen that kind of gameplay from Jan. Uh, Jan is, as I've played with Jan twice, he is very much so the, uh, the, like, try to, in, in the past, he, he's, like, kind of, he says he plays under the radar, but he doesn't really, he, he's more of that Alliance figurehead, um, yeah. and, uh, and he is, he has been really loyal in the past, but I also think he's trying to try and step away from that loyalty a little bit when, uh, when game moves make sense, um, yeah which yeah i've always seen him as like a very very logical player so that makes sense he definitely is but he uh one thing about yan is i think a lot of times especially with very close allies he struggles to have that killer instinct which yeah is a thing that uh in survivor like some people kind of just have it and some don't where they yeah. know they need i need to make a move i need to do this now um i need to pull the trigger and i think that's going to be a big um I think that's going to be a big like uh, storyline of this season is there are a lot of players who um like ella for example in the in yeah. the past ella uh when ella's played she really hasn't had that killer instinct but i think i can tr i can tell from how she's speaking and how she's thinking this season she's really trying to play into that and um make the moves that she knows she needs to make to move forward um yeah and I mean, I think Typo absolutely has it. Typo has shown it in his confession yeah. that he knows when he need, or they know when they need to make a move. Um, yeah. And I think uh, based on my read of Typo, like they're intentionally not attaching themselves to people as much mm -hmm. because they don't want to have to like yeah. but, make those tougher calls. But they're still very social and exactly. getting people stressed. Yeah. I think it's it's a very good thing. I also want to touch on uh, Juiced because Juiced has been one of the most pleasant surprises this season, um, where Juiced is very funny. Uh, I didn't know, and and they're like, they're a joy to talk to, but I didn't know how well that was going to translate in a cast like this, and they have flourished. Uh, they're yeah. very social. Everyone has, t uh, most people in this season have talked about just like, have said something about how much they love talking to Juiced and how funny <laughs> Juiced is. And yeah. They're the third on trust rankings. They're uh, they're tied with Typo, 
in like average trust and again they have uh there's a couple people that have them at like six or seven but otherwise they're very high up on everyone else's uh trust yeah. and it almost seems like part of that is because people don't seem to think juiced is taking the game super seriously mm -hmm. when in reality just yeah is exactly what they want playing to just the same way as everyone yeah. else exactly. <laughs> yeah um i think juiced and zach are kind of in a similar vein but juiced has been a more successful version of zach kind of where both of them want to be underestimated and know they're underestimated right now and they're gonna use that um like zach knows Jan underestimates how much like Jan knows zach ugh, sorry zach knows Jan underestimates him and he plans to yeah. use that to get out Jan in the future uh juice kind of is doing that with everyone where he knows yeah. a lot of people are <laughs> underestimating him and he's using it yeah he'll just cut their throats <laughs> leave them out to dry exactly um something real quick i just want to point out with this specific tribal yeah the past while we've been talking three alliances have been made yes this is <laughs> they true. are all of all three of them includes three specific people I like ella gengar and jason yes also uh include those three people. The past 24 and hours, one of these like alliances alliance, seven alliances made yes one of these alliances made was a continuation of a previous alliance uh an alliance of ella jason space thug that continued into ella gengar jason space thug and then that eventually continued into ella gengar indigo jason and space thug <laughs> yep. something like that ella jason space thug trio potentially is going to start running this game in my opinion because of the fact that it seems like they are just super super like just grabbing people and just like saying hey come with us yeah but the problem is that's also potentially going to put a target on them that's the other um, thing oh, yes. i think it goes to is i think Not either good, yeah. it works for them or it blows up on them but yeah. i think it i think it blows up on jason if anyone i think I do, too. I do think with a cast like this it's going to blow up i, I don't think they get away with it mm -hmm. yeah but i think it's more so gonna blow up on jason rather yeah. than ella and space Dog. ella and space Dog are just kind of like okay whatever honestly yep. kind of leaves them in a better spot if yeah Jason's taken out and they're just kind of left out to dry because then their threat level goes down a lot yeah and that's why i wanted to mention that because like we, we were talking about you know uh these power players and we, we we talked about we touched on ella a bit earlier and i just want to point out that ella's doing something that could potentially further you know f further her game immensely well with this you know just kind of alliance joining thing. yeah yeah absolutely um i think ella i mean ella has done a phenomenal job she maneuvered her uh swap tribe brilliantly um while her two of her close or two of her uh pre-swap allies were killed uh she still comes out in a good position um it was honestly watching ella was one of my favorite parts of that swap tribe was just how ella she didn't really have a lot of power but she was still positioning herself in a place where like she was safe and she had options moving forward um she wasn't really pissing anyone off she wasn't drawing a ton of attention to herself even while she was trying to save guy um 
and yeah. she comes into the merge. Uh, she's Jason's number one. She's Space and Typo's number two. Um, she's in the middle of the pack for a lot of other people, but I think that's a lot because people do know she's a social threat, but they're willing to work with her. And I think if Ella can can do some stuff with that, she could find herself in a very, very good position uh, in a couple votes. Um, yeah, I do think... And honestly, she's in a I... great position right now, too, obviously. One thing that I find pretty interesting is I think Yali and Ella have pegged each other as very similar players yes. socially. <laughs> they both don't trust each other a lot. It's like um, the Spider-Man pointing at each other meme. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Yali is in a pretty good spot as well, just behind Ella on those trust rankings. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're I do close. think Yali has kind of been painted as more of a social threat than Ella because... I mean, they're I both incredibly talkative. Something but... with Yali uh, is uh, it's showing that, like, um, there have been a couple people that have really not vibed with, like, the – like, Yali – playing with Yali has such an awesome energy and just is a joy to talk to for me and for a lot of people. But some people don't have the same uh, energy and they don't, like – I, it just doesn't vibe the same way. It doesn't mesh the same yeah, well. Like, and I think that's affected Yoli a lot more than it has affected Ella. Um, where a couple people have kind of been just like, just really haven't meshed well with Yoli. I think Jason and Space Thug are two of them. Um, where, or sorry, no, that's that was wrong. Uh, it was Connor and, uh, and like, uh, Zach, who didn't really just mesh with the way uh just yeah. like some of the conversations they were having and stuff like that um yeah and honestly based on the way yon talks as well with the paragraphs versus how yelly talks with kind of shorter messages mm -hmm. it looks like that also in terms of trust rankings is exactly not not super dynamic either <laughs> yeah. um and yon has the same problem there are some people who have seen yon's paragraphs and be like fuck this i don't want, I don't yeah. want to read an essay every time um the i do want to touch on jason as well uh quickly because jason actually had a lot of a bit of heat coming into merge um connor and indigo and zach really didn't like him um coming into the merge uh yeah. and and it seemed like some the karinas were going to target him but i think they got kind of scared off by ella which um another as they should <laughs> another statement to ella's like stake in this game right now but uh it is yeah. interesting to see where jason goes because i do see jason as one of the people that will uh cause a bit of chaos and shake things up uh yeah. but i'm not sure how much power he's gonna have to do that i i think at this point in the game jason is purely a shield um, i think so too most of the game does not trust him but the few people that do trust him a lot so they'll just kind of use him to direct attention from themselves yeah you know if, if if left unchecked though you to know if, fair, if left unchecked uh, that shield that shield can go off he is also so he's not part. afraid to make a, yeah. <laughs> a, a flashy plurality or or take yeah. something out to shake up the game so yeah. i do it, hope he survives a little bit longer to to shake some shit out <laughs> My, um, especially since he loki kind of knows that he's a a little a, a, a threat based on the cast right now yeah, like he, he kind of knows. He knows that he would be on the more shieldy side, which would make him more likely to just say, "Screw it, just go balls to the wall and just make yeah. some random moves 
I mean, my like only, because he's already a threat, so why not? My only experience with Jason was um, when I was hosting Sentinel Season One. I joined a call with I think there were five players in the call, and Jason joined. This was probably like final seven, final eight. Jason Jason joins the call and just starts saying everything, just everything about the game, leaks everything to every player in that call. Everyone's like, "What the hell just happened?" Like. <laughs> It was yeah, so funny. Jason loves chaos, and he will yeah. make like a three-two-two plurality just for fun. Um, it's great. He's he's our chaos gremlin, and I hope he gets a chance to. It to was spread his it was wings. funny because in CR two, when I first met the guy, he saw everything I was doing. Literally said to me after the game, "I'm going to try that in my next game." <laughs> Did that, and then just has done it ever since. So just what I did in CR2 is exactly what he models himself after. It's really funny. Yeah. Because I love it. That's something I think a lot of uh, gets overlooked. And I, um, I've known Jason, or I've known Jason a while, or a little bit, like since he, we kind of started playing around the same time. But I played Reeds 5 with him, and he is a completely different, like he has learned and become a lot better, and he was good in Reeds 5. And he, uh-huh. he keeps, like, that's the thing about Jason is he keeps learning and he keeps getting better and realizing, like, okay, I can do this now. Okay, I can. Um, yeah. He's he's figuring out how to make that chaos and still stay in the game. Uh-huh. So I do he's, for Jason. He's I a think, younger player. And like, just from Sentinel, even, I can see a lot more maturity, too, as well, mm-hmm. just in the way he plays. Definitely. I mean, he's the youngest person in the cast, correct? Yep. Yeah. You know, so that that's a big thing of, like, you know, like the young, you're not, you're gonna be a little less, you yeah. know. It is actually mature honestly, it's it's, with Jason and seeing that you really don't notice. You don't realize, yeah, and that's was, that's a big thing. You don't realize the age he actually is. I I was just gonna point that out. It is very impressive how well he connects with people despite his age. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he, he okay. Him and I, like, I'm going back to CR2 here. Him and I connected super super well when we almost have a 10 year age gap. Well, mm-hmm. that's because you're a child. Okay. Well. <laughs> Okay, you know what? But still, we have almost a 10-year age gap. We're completely different, you know, people. Because what, he's 15 now? He's 16. 16. Okay, so when he was in that game, he was 15. So, okay, yeah. not almost 10 years. I rounded up a little bit. It's six. Yeah. But, um, what's more call it? He, like, we are in completely different points of our lives. But he was able to just connect with somebody six years older than him just out of nowhere. And he does that with everyone. That is huge. That is massive. And he connected with Space Thug instantly, which is someone right around his age. Yeah, Um, yeah. exactly. Outside of them, who is the youngest? Uh, I believe Space Thug at 17. Yeah, no, I I meant between them. Uh, I think it's probably Connor at 19. Yoli is 17. Yoli is younger. Yoli is 17. Gengar is 18. Okay. So we have a lot of people around that Honestly, it kind of makes sense why those two duos kind of (laughs) connected on the Swap Tribe. Yeah. But, uh, is Connor 19 or 20? I don't know. He's, he's one of the two. I think he's... I don't know. I always thought Connor was older than me, and I'm 20, he's, almost 21. He's, he's, well, he's around my age, and he's yeah. in the college. Uh, that's all I know. <laughs> he is in the college. In the college. <laughs> he's in the college. <laughs> um, I don't know who else we really have to talk about uh, besides, I guess, Connor, and I don't know how much yeah. there is to really talk about Connor besides I think he might be the boot here. <laughs> Connor's it's staying, trying. Connor's trying this thing where he just stays super UCR until the end. He's trying to do the whole final six meta. Final seven, of, yeah. 
final seven just kind of burst out and just explode. It's how he almost won the most recent season of Survivor. So, like, yeah. he, he almost won. He was literally one vote away from winning. And that's just because he didn't exist until Final 7. And then at Final 7 on, he had some of the greatest endgame I've ever seen. Yeah, he does so seem to like know... he's trying to do that again. He does seem to know that his name was out there, at least based on this recent comment of, how does a game go from easy to fucked in two seconds? Yeah. <laughs> I will say, though, he is very, very, very good yeah. at, min- at taking his name away from the vote. If, 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 if his name is up there... He is extremely good at getting it just off the books and never coming up again in that yeah. tribal. And I do he think will do of, that better than anyone in my opinion. I do think a lot of people don't want to piss off Indigo here, so that could also help Connor yes. a lot. Yeah, I think that's going to be a big thing. Um, is Indigo will protect Connor with her life, and uh, I think that might protect Connor. I think it. I kind of want to uh, gauge you guys' idea of who do you think will be the first person uh, voted out at the merge. Right now, if you had to say a name, who do you think is going If I had to choose right now, at this shape in time, I would say Jan. Say Jan? I, I would say Jan. I would say Jan. I don't think it's going to be Jan just yet. I, I think he's probably going to go around F9. Um, I think it might flip onto Space Doug. Really? Um, because I think... And and that might that might be completely wrong, seeing as it seems like the space thug people are kind of getting, um, like that Dodo Ryan tribe. It seems like they're kind of getting their way, um, but I think the Karinas are gonna work some magic into getting it back onto Jason. But I don't think it's gonna stay on Jason because I think people will want Jason as a shield, which I think will lead I, to space thug going home. I don't think people are willing to go space over a Karina. That's my personal belief. I yeah. think it's going to be a Karina, and I think Indigo and Connor are, are not wanting to cut Yon, but they're not totally against it. If they if, if Yon's name came up, the they wouldn't protect is, it. They would not protect it. The reason I, I think it might be Space Thug is because of Typo. Is because That's Typo different. is not close to Space Thug at all. It's his number nine on trust rankings, and the Karinas only really need one more. I think if yeah. Typo realizes that the karinas are cracked and that he has an avenue to break them up even more i think he would risk letting five of them get to f10 that's true um again i could be completely wrong i kind of expect to be but uh i (laughs) see that as an avenue because it's really hard to put a name on it i don't think yan will go this soon i think there's enough people i think typo all the karinas don't want him that's already six i think ella has an interest in keeping him um because he's a shield, Ella needs shields, um, a shield she can work with. I think yeah. Jan will die early, early to the maybe the start of mid merge. Because I think, but I think he'll die when Zach flips on him. I don't think he'll die this quick. Maybe there's there is also heavy potential that since he's very kind of OTT right now, that he just gets taken into late game as a shield and goes around like F six, F five ish. Yeah. Um, like the but... only name. That... And other than that, I feel like it probably has to be Connor. If it's a Karina, I feel like it has to be Connor. Um, yeah. If, if it's not Jan, obviously. But I don't see Indigo, Juiced, or... Uh, I mean, obviously, Zach isn't going home. But Indigo yeah. and Juiced are never going home uh, this early. So. Yeah. I think they're the only people that it's solidly 100% safe here, other than Zach. Because you know, Zach's... I mean... 
I, yeah. I don't see anyone from Centaurus going home either, to be honest. I can't even see Gengar going home, who Gengar isn't in the greatest position. but Or, well, sorry. Based on trust rankings, he isn't in the greatest position, but he has been added to a ton of alliances, and he does seem to be in, included in... <coughs> both sides of the vote seem to want to include him. Uh, and I think yeah. that's the thing with all the Centaurus, is I think Centaurus is just in the middle here. Completely. Yeah, and I, I think agree. that's partially because of Typo, but also... I mean, all three are super, super good social players, so... Mm -hmm. That's kind of the one thing they had going for them coming out of pre-swap is all their challenge players died, but the social ones are still here. Yeah, definitely. Um, I want a winner prediction right now as we, uh, as we close. If you had to pick one person, who do you think is going to win this game right now? And we'll all be wrong at the end of it, but... Honestly, I Typo's game is giving me really good vibes. I'd have to personally go with Typo. I would, I would probably agree. I think if this was the show, I think Typo has the winner at it right now. Uh, but out of uh, just, like, wanting to pick someone else and uh, be <laughs> unique, I think I'm going to go with Ella. I think Ella has – she's social enough, but I don't think her threat level has skyrocketed enough yet. To the well, you guys are both wrong. Have power. Okay. Who is <laughs> you it? all are both wrong. My pick is Juiced. Juiced? I like that. Juiced. I think I, I think it's too. a it's a kind of um you know, I might make some forty two spoilers if that's alright. Yeah. Um yeah. Survivor forty two. I think I, I really think typo is an Omar kind of situation here. I False that. winner. That's fair. That's it's fair. like huge Omar situation. Which would leave the door open for somebody who's relatively close, but not super close. And somebody that's going to utilize that typo vote until they don't need it anymore. In Juiced. Somebody like Juiced. The person, in my opinion, the person who topples typo is the person who's going to win this game. And I think, really? like, that that's just a base, like, idea. No, I honestly... And I think Juiced will be the person to that. do that. I think that is a really good take. I do think somebody making a big play against typo could just win them this game. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um... It's my, not going to happen until around seven six though. That's my for sure. hesitancy with Juiced, and and I did I do give him a lot of praise for his social game. Is I need to see more, I need to see him get through what's probably going to like votes like these where it's just like you're down in the trenches fighting for a vote. I need to see him get through that like on top in a in a vote yeah. that really benefits him. Um, well, okay, so and, and him like orchestrating or at least like being involved and showing that he knows what's going on before I really think he he can win an FTC uh, against... I mean, that's the other thing, is I, I don't really think we're going to have really any goats here. I, no. Just It's based on the players. I mean, yeah. play, these players are rarely ever goats. Um, if, I, I, will like, say, I will say that I, I think even if, even if I'm wrong on Juiced, I think I'm right in the uh, assumption that whoever topples Typo will win this game. I, I, I think that's like almost 100% certain. You know, it, it's the way it happened in 41. The person that uh, that toppled Ricard ended up winning the season. Mm -hmm. The person that toppled um, – I, I said this from the start of both seasons. The person that toppled Omar and the person that to toppled Ricard would be the person that win the season. And it, I was right in both instances. And I think in this one – the person who topples Typo is the person that's going to win the season because Typo's going to go late. Typo's going to go late merge, late in the game. 
watch everyone figure out that Typo has been playing the middle and just boot him here. I'd be so <laughs> if that happens, to... and then hold on, <laughs> I might still be right. The person that does that could yeah, potentially win the game. If fair. they win the game, I'm my, completely right. My thing with Ella is, I think if she can get out of voting Indigo around mid merge, I think if she can get out of that unscathed where she doesn't get nuked for it, I think she is really good stake to winning this game but i think the problem is ella versus indigo could so easily become um like a forced kind of rivalry that all the other players kind of force them into but don't let them finish that i think that's probably one of the most dangerous things to ella's game right now um, yeah um i actually just want to touch on something real quick yeah, um right now ella is accusing juice of leaking which oh. Fuck. Could potentially put me on juice here. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, um, there's going to be a lot more that happens in yeah, this tribal. Yeah, there will. This tribal still has four yeah, hours before incredibly it's incredibly live mm-hmm, right yes, now, and uh, shit's blowing up. But it's I'm fun. happy because it looks like we got a fun season ahead of us. Uh, exactly. That's when the game is the most fun. When everyone's trying their ass off. Exactly, and and I can tell everyone's. It seemed yeah, a little nobody... slow to start, but the floodgates <laughs> opened this morning, and they. Well, I think that's because, yeah, I, nobody wants to be seen as that player that just came to Constellation Cup and didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, but people felt that way, and the championship, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I didn't. Think that is. Unless, <laughs> do you guys have any more closing thoughts or? Um, I can't think of anything. Yeah. The I person who topples open. typo is the person winning the season. That's just. All right. Rocket City Trash Pandas. I'm waiting for it. Rocket City Trash Pandas. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, if that that is all for us today at our pre-merge recap and our merge like, round table kind of setup, uh, we'll hopefully be back soon uh, with, I believe we're having a fun guest next time. Um, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Otherwise, I hope you enjoyed and uh, have a good day.